You're listening to the Hire Through Retire podcast, brought to you by Voya Financial. We're talking to the best and brightest in the industry to bring you the latest in benefits, savings, and investment trends in the workplace, tackling all things from 401ks to HSAs and everything in between. Come along with us on our journey to help all individuals become well-planned, well-invested, and well-protected. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Voya's Hire Through Retire podcast. I'm Heather Lavalley, CEO of Voya Financial, and happily joining the podcast today back as a guest host for a very special episode celebrating National Disability Employment Awareness Month. Observed throughout the month of October, National Disability Employment Awareness Month, also known as NADIEM, celebrates the contributions of America's workers with disabilities past and present showcasing supportive, inclusive employment policies and practices that benefit both employers and employees. To help shed some light on this topic, we also have a very special guest with us today and someone I personally have learned a ton from, Kendra Davenport, CEO of Easter Seals. It'd be hard to believe that somebody is not familiar with Easter Seals given their their long history, but if you are less familiar, This is an organization that is dedicating to supporting individuals with disabilities for over a century. So Kendra, special thank you. So thrilled to have you with us today. Great to be here with you, Heather. I appreciate the opportunity. Kendra, it is such a pleasure to have you here. And I'm going to start the conversation. I want to kind of set some broader context. Most of our audience members know that, that, you know, this is such an important topic. It's been discussed on our podcast before. But for those who are maybe tuning in for the first time, Kendra, can you talk a little bit about, I'm going to give you a broad question, the current state of the workplace, and then as you think about the employment market for people with disabilities, why is this such an important topic for Easter Seals as well? I think it's important that we have this month and we heighten people's awareness about employing people with disabilities because it really can be game-changing. And yet I think most employers view it as a cost rather than a benefit. Uh, The Bureau of Labor Statistics reports that across people of all ages with disabilities, they are much less likely to be employed than people without disabilities. In fact, I think it's less than 20%. I think it's about 19.1% of people with disabilities are employed currently versus more than 67% of people without disabilities. Why should companies seek to employ people with disabilities? Well, for a myriad of reasons, but first and foremost, because you know, more and more companies in the past 10, 20 years have identified and carved out a niche within their company, elevating DEINA, diversity, equity, inclusivity, and the A is, is for accessibility. Some corporations call it DEI and B for belonging. It all means the same thing, that they're striving to diversify their workforce. But in actuality, very few actually end up employing people with disabilities. And yet the benefits of creating a diverse workforce that includes people with disabilities have been touted over and over. Studies prove that teams that are diverse and include disabled people are more creative. And there's a book called The Diversity Bonus. It's by a guy by the name of Scott Page, and it looked at groups that represent cognitive, you know, problem-solving diversity. And it really showed, and, and Scott found, that 
the more diverse the group is, the different tools, the, the plethora of tools they bring to problem solving. And that bonus is because of the, the very different tools that people with disabilities bring. You know, you, you think of someone with a physical or an intellectual disability, and that's another point. More than 70% of all disabilities are invisible, meaning we can't see them. And yet, if you or I were to go out on the street, Heather, and ask the first person we saw, what's the image that comes to mind when I say person with disability? They'd say wheelchair. They'd say crutches. But what Scott said was, these folks with disability have to work harder than their non-disabled counterparts. They have to come up with creative strategies for doing everything from visualizing to hearing to seeing to navigating. So it, it makes sense for companies to work to incorporate more people with disabilities because they're, they're typical problem solvers. They're great problem solvers. Yeah, you, you said that so well. And it just reminds me of uh, attending a, a conference this summer and meeting uh, you know, several individuals with disabilities who talked about that as the pride of being problem solvers and creative and having to find different ways of doing things and being so committed. So it is a significant asset. You know, one of the other things I know, Kendra, you and I had uh, opportunity to spend some time together in Washington, D.C., and sometimes folks may not understand that there are different barriers to employment. There are multiple barriers, but Sometimes there are things that may be standing in the way that are that are sort of legislative in nature. So as we talk about advocacy in Washington, D.C. and thinking about what goes on during Hill Days, can you give our audience some color around you know, what goes on and why do we participate in them? Oh, it's so important. Having that presence in D.C., when I think to Easter Seals history, and Easter Seals has been around 104 years, and yet outside the disability community, very few people could really articulate, I think, effectively what it is we do. I'm in this role about 16 months now, and one of my mandates is to reintroduce Easter Seals and the breadth and scope, the depth of work we do to legislators. Why? Because it's going to take more legislation to ensure that people with disabilities live equitable, inclusive, accessible lives. When you consider that one quarter, I mean, this really is amazing, one quarter of the American population is currently disabled. That is, they identify as being disabled. That's 61 million people in the U.S. alone. More broadly, globally, it's 1.5 billion right now. And over the next 30 years, that's said to get to, anticipated to get to 3.5 billion. And in fact, I'll make, I'll underscore it even more and say that by 68, more than 80% of Americans will have some form of disability. It behooves us to figure out ways to help more people with disabilities get hired. So to do that, I think you really need to take the mystery and the angst and the concern off the employer and things like the Disability Employment Incentive Act. It was designed, it's an act that was designed to encourage employers to hire and retain employees with disabilities. And it really points to three existing tax credits. So the first being the work opportunity tax credit. Uh, the second being, I think, the disability access expenditures tax credit. And then the third being the architectural transportation barrier tax credit. All of these tax credits are to help employers reduce the cost, the monetary cost of hiring someone with a disability. But I think most people don't understand. And, and one of the reasons Easter Seals is putting so much effort behind improving the understanding of employers is that to hire most people with a disability costs less than $500. But even if you don't have the 500, 
there are laws that will help you access that money and make it more acceptable. I will go on to say, though, that I think if we just focus on the structural barriers, we're doing a real disservice, not just to employers, but to people with disabilities, because what we're saying is, okay, we're going to remove physical barriers. But if you overfocus on that and you don't place some onus on the employer to introduce people with disabilities to the workforce and ensure that you break down social barriers, barriers of understanding that may inhibit employees from really taking full advantage of working you know, with their colleagues who have disabilities, creating a greater understanding among employers and among employees is what Easter Seals is all about because we really believe that more of those 61 million people getting into the workforce can only benefit us economically. And in fact, that brings me to another point that I'm really bullish about because I think for too long we've overfocused on the cost of making life accessible for people with disabilities. And instead, we need to shift that paradigm so we recognize the economic value that employing more people with disabilities will have societally. So it's not just that bill. There are many others. Another one that we we really tout is the Assistive Technology Act, which focuses on making technology work for everyone, not just people with disabilities, but people without disabilities. And I think when we do that, we create a more level playing field in the workforce and writ large, you know, in life. And I will say one more thing. The pandemic had, you know, an, an adverse effect on so many things, right? Things that we'll feel for generations. But there were also positives that it, that it created because we had to work more creatively. We had to work more thoughtfully. All of the sudden, teams like yours, teams like mine were home. So the flow we had gotten into, if you had a high-functioning team, as a manager, I remember worrying about that tremendously. How are we going to make this team able to retain the productivity, the operational tempo? And we found that working from home wasn't so bad, right? And we, it opened the aperture of understanding that anyone can work from home with the right tools. So for people for whom transportation is a barrier, in other words, someone with a physical disability that really makes getting from point A to point B a challenge for them became much more acceptable to work at home. I think that's good and bad because I think people who understand that and understand the evolution of the hybrid workforce think, oh, well, good, that'll help more people be employed. There's, a, I think, a, a conundrum in that. Because while it benefits some people with disabilities, it again takes the onus off of employers to do just the opposite, to make their offices more friendly, more adaptive, more welcoming of people with disabilities. Yeah, I think, Kendra, gosh, you, uh, I'll unpack a little bit there because there was so much that you shared. I mean, wh- one, of the, one of the big takeaways that I pull from, from your comments is number one, Workplace employers like Voya, other employers can benefit so much from partnering with organizations like Easter Seals, right? We talk a lot about the fact that you sometimes need that conduit to help the employee uh, with disabilities find the right employer, help train the employer on how we can make the most accessible working environment, help leaders understand how to acclimate and support individuals with disabilities into their workforce. Because at the end of the day, it, it this stuff comes down to simply, how do you have quality of life and how do you have independence? 
it comes down to that ability to earn a paycheck and to be able to have meaning in your life. And, and the work does that in such a huge way. And then the second main point is you also hit on some of these really key uh, legislative landscapes, so legislative uh, initiatives that many folks may not be aware. And that's, again, where I look at, you know, being able to partner with an organizations like Easter Seals that is in front of uh, legislators and, and being able to kind of drive those forward. Because I think so often what people think about when they think about disability inclusion is the American with Disabilities Act. And mm -hmm. right, it's so hard to believe that that was 33 years ago and that was significant, but it's not a destination, right? That is just one step of many. And I think the final point you know, that I, that I would make is for me and my journey of understanding this, it's how do we recognize the fact that not only are we trying to help people find a way to earn a competitive wage and, and get that opportunity to work and have employers have access to this talented pool, because we talk about labor shortages in the mm -hmm. US. But the other issue is that we also don't want to make it difficult for these individuals to be able to save and that there can be penalties um, for them to be able to do that. You know, one of the things I'd love to kind of toss it back to you is you think about what are some of the other things that employers or some of our folks of our listeners or leaders ought to be paying attention to in this arena? In just listening to you recap and kind of pull that apart a little bit, it made me think of a visit I just recently made to our Easter Seals Redwood affiliate, which is based in Cincinnati. It took me to their worst forest development center. And it was uh, just, it's an industrial setting where everybody, it was like a beehive of activity. And I went in and I said, who are these folks? And the response was astounding. It was about 55 people on the floor at that time. And Pam Green, the CEO said, well, first of all, it's important to note that 95% of them have a disability. And she said, and then, so there's, there's about a third who are disabled people who found it challenging to get a job, you know, in the private sector and we help put them to work. Another third are people who are disadvantaged or formerly incarcerated. Again, difficult to find employment. And then the other third are veterans and they're doing work for companies like Pfizer, assembling test kits. And they all take such pride in their work. And I think that's synonymous with people with disabilities. They want to be employed. They want employers to understand that they can do their work and they might just need a few accommodations, or maybe they just need you to understand that they have a disability. It uh, was a pleasure to go to the Hill with Voya a few months ago, because I think, and you and I have talked about this at other times, the pool of, of nonprofits non-governmental organizations, NGOs, vying for legislative action and support appropriations and earmarks is massive. And we're tripping over each other, trying to say the same things, trying to help the same audiences. So when we partner with a corporation like Voya that gets it, that really wants to extend employment, not just to people with disabilities, but maybe seniors, maybe people who have as Americans live longer, outlived their savings. Now they have to return to the workforce. We don't want someone who's already had a career to have to go back into the workforce and do a menial job that isn't dignified for them, that doesn't fulfill them. So Easter Seals partners with groups like Voya, with organizations, firms like Voya. When we go to Capitol Hill to speak, legislators take notice. Why? Because that partnership is so critically important. 
And increasingly, more and more corporations are starting to recognize that working with an Easter Seals, 70 affiliates across the country, we employ 32,000 people. We have even more volunteers. And we're working to help 1.5 million people with disabilities get employed, identify employers that see the value in employing them, and again, unpacking for employers the benefits of hiring people with disabilities, the benefits of hiring seniors, the benefits of hiring veterans, and the ease with which you can do it, pointing out the legislation that makes it simple for them, but also pointing out the benefits. I think that's kind of the game changer. You know, in coming to Easter Sales a year and a half ago, one of the things that, that I was tasked with is reintroduce us in Washington. And that is a tall order, but doing it alongside corporations like, like Voya, it, it really makes that a, a much easier task. Well, and, and, you know, you, you also hit on something when you talk about the benefits of all those different groups is that, you know, from my experience and when we've been out and had the opportunity to be in front of uh, legislators in DC, that this is, this is a topic with a lot of bipartisan support to talk about ways that we can advance disability employment and employment for perhaps older workers or veterans. And, you know, we often have said that the disability community is probably the only minority group that any one of us could join at any point in time. It's a recognition of something that we need to continue to lean in and help solve those problems. I'm going to pivot as we can come to the end of our conversation, Kendra. As you think about what are those things that companies can control? What are some of those things that companies can influence? And I'm thinking about it from the perspective of hiring and wanting to make a difference? Well, I think recognizing that the third largest market in the United States is people with disabilities. When employers recognize that it's the largest minority in the United States and that hiring people with disabilities is is shown to lead to higher revenues and better uh, net income and profit margins, I think it behooves them to consider changing their hiring practices, which could mean, you know, changing the way they do business for the better, understanding the benefits you know, by, uh, that, that are inherent in creating a more accessible hiring process, focusing not just on the physical, but on the skill sets that people with disabilities with physical or neurological or, or intellectual difficulties bring to the table. Making you know, the onboarding process more inclusive so that when you do hire someone with a disability, people without disabilities in your workforce understand what makes them unique, right? And that that doesn't necessarily preclude them from being very, very effective in their job. And then once you do hire people with disabilities, supporting those people, and again, helping demystify stigmatization around people with disabilities makes for a stronger workforce because it it helps employees develop empathy and it focuses on uh, making vulnerability okay, which studies have shown proves over and over to be a very effective way, not just of creating a work culture that's embraceive of everyone and really living the DEI&A, imbuing it in your culture. It makes it a better productive place for, for both people with disabilities and without. And I think that's sort of where we're at, the inflection point we're at. Everyone understands what DEI&A means, DEI&B. Companies have 
identified and carved out space, as I said earlier, for champions of DEINA within their company. A lot of companies, and I'm sure Voya, in fact, I think I know Voya has ERGs, employee resource groups, to again, ensure that your workforce reflects the values that you push out. And your values are inherent in how much work you do with Easter Seals and how much you value what we do and making the playing field more level for people with disabilities. But more companies really need to walk the walk. I think if they better understood the legislation that's out there that makes it much simpler for them to employ people with disabilities and to look at that third of the job potential, you know, employees with disabilities more openly, I think they would do better to hire people. It would be more of a of a slam dunk to hire someone with a disability. Well, I thank you for that, Kendra. And I think those are some very compelling yet tactical things that employers can do to lean in to make inclusion just something that is fundamental, a core part of their hiring practices for people with disabilities. And, you know, for those who may be less familiar, there was a Accenture had put out a study a few years ago that was talking about companies that are inclusive in their hiring practices with disability tend to outperform their peers Mm -hmm. uh, financially. So it's not only something we talk about a lot at Voya is it's not only the right thing to do, it's also good for business, right? It can be a real win-win all around. So Kendra, I just want to say, right, thank you so much for everything that Easter Seals is doing. You continue to make such a huge difference in the lives of so many. We love being able to partner with you and have you on our program today. And I just so thrilled you joined us. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, Heather. And thank you for your leadership. We value the partnership we have with Voya and look to expand it in the future. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Well, and, and a special thank you to our listeners. We want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Voya's Hire Through Retire podcast. Remember, creating a more inclusive workplace is not just a responsibility. It is an opportunity for growth and positive change. Until next time, stay engaged, stay informed, and stay inspired. This information is provided by Voya for your education only. Neither Voya nor its representatives offer tax or legal advice. Any opinions expressed within do not necessarily reflect those of the Voya family of companies or its representatives and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Please consult your tax or legal advisor before making a tax-related investment or insurance decision.